And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes, and you can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Bruin. At Dynasty Madden, I'm eating pretzels. And Shane Manila. Hi. <laughs> I'm just cracking so up I because... I started working from home. <laughs> yeah, and, there um... we go, never mind. Yeah, so I, you know, I got a tablet from my work, and it's just not very like it's more frustrating than being at work. I, I honestly, <laughs> like, I at one point today, about an hour into pounding, you know, my third email out that would have taken me thirty seconds on a, you know, a keyboard and an actual computer. I'm like, I should just go. Like, no one can stop me. Is that what you're doing now? You have to work on a tablet. Yeah, I'm working from home on a tablet. I mean, it was all. Obviously, like most places, it was kind of a last minute, like, all right, I guess we, this is going to kill the whole country. We should probably not go to work. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just right before we did this, Karen was on like a, a Zoom chat with a whole bunch of the teachers. So she was like on a live thing with like 14 different teachers. And I was like, uh, we're getting ready to do a show. <laughs> I'm going to need the internet. So uh, she she wrapped up her speech with all those people. But it's kind of cool. Michael Jr.'s class tested something that had 52 people on the screen at once. Yeah, my kids are handling it surprisingly well. They Every week, well, every week, they just started. But every each week, they're going to have an hour where they meet with their classroom, um, Google Hangouts. They have uh, meetings each week with their teacher for 15 minutes. Um, they get up in the morning, and by 8.30, they're, they've started on stuff, and they have, <laughs> they've set up their own schedules to include all these things with my wife. And they have, like, phys ed, you know, gym built into it and, and um, you know, recess and all these different things. And they get everything done by, like, 2 p.m. Yeah. And they're all excited. I mean, they're handling it better than than everybody I know. Everybody I mean, the looks kids are fine, dude. They're they're like they like it, and they're getting their work done, and they're doing well. It's it's interesting to me. They all look like they're doing a podcast. <laughs> you know, everybody. <laughs> yeah. it's I mean, kids are more resilient than us. They're more easily adaptable. It's just funny yeah. because it's like you know now the kids have distance learning, so basically their school is going to be like how we well not michael because he didn't have computers but how like, <laughs> i finished my college like you yeah, know my nice. last, yeah right my last four courses i believe were all online and oh, now like, that's just going to be how it is all the time anyway so anyway who cares enough about the coronavirus it's almost over i was told by trump so we're yeah. fine oh yeah it's almost over sounds great yeah well you know for it's so funny because with the way everything's going it, it's Everything around the world seems to be shut down to, for the most part, but the NFL keeps going. You know, we had free agency, all those people, all these players signed with all these teams. Then today they announced we're going forward with the draft. So the draft is definitely happening. So they're trying to keep it going for as much as they can. And just like us, we're trying to keep the shows going too. And tonight we have a great guest, right? We have uh, Scott Fish on, right, Jeremy? Mr. Fishbowl himself, the captain of Devi. Yeah, he's uh he's coming on the show here in a mere few minutes. Excited Why is to he talk the to Captain him. Devi. I've never heard that. Well, um, he's one Did of you the... just make that up. No, man. I, I mean, I don't know what to call him, but he's like uh, the dad of Devi, I guess you could say. He was one of the first um, people to to start Devi leagues, like formally, mm -hmm. like and then on Twitter and all that. So definitely want to ask him about that and how things have changed. But yeah, the dad of Devi. I didn't. I thought everybody knew that. Um, even more so than Dynasty. Yeah, he's the college player guy you know yeah Jeez, I personally, i've never heard of him so, uh, <laughs> I, i'm wearing a shirt that has his name on right. it so you know yeah i am too and i realized it and turned it inside out so we don't look like 
and stalkers. Oh, I don't I wore, care. I wore my favorite baseball. So let's get him on here because there's no news that we really want to talk about. I no, Mike brought up the only thing, and that's that the NFL is holding the draft, and and that's great because until players need to actually compete against each other and do those kinds of things, the NFL that's the billions of dollars they're 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 not going to willingly stop that show. It's yeah. it's going to keep running until the very last damn minute. You know? Yeah, I hope they play in empty stadiums. I don't care. Just play. Yeah, but, you know, the yeah. the WWE is doing the same thing where they're doing their wrestling every single week without like crowds like in a performance center with with empty seats. Huh? Um but the the show must go on. All right, well cool. Well, speaking of the show going on, why don't we get Scott? So, why don't you dial him up and we'll get him in the room. You got it. Hey, Shane, while we're waiting for him, do you want to tell everybody about our Patreon? Hey, we have a patron page, and um, I, now I'm working on um, target share or targets. Just looking at raw targets going back the last to the 2014 season. I don't know how many years that is. Was that five? 2014, uh, 15, no, six. 17, 18. This is six 2020. Years, this yeah. is tw- <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I put that out for our patrons. Just looking at the so far, I just looked at the top 24 target uh, target leaders. And I'm uh, mixing some of the remaining 24, get the bottom 48, just trying to get an idea of if targets are going up or not. But um, it work, man. Or going work. down. Um, or are they, they being spread out evenly? It's all it's all mystery. All right, so I'm going to drag you back in. That, I'm going to drag you back in and tell everybody about being a patron. <laughs> oh, yeah, go become a patron because, uh, yeah, we, I put that out. I did some running back stuff. We all got the extra podcast that we do for the patron listeners. The Uncensored Show, which everyone tells me is kind of like, so, you know, like a lot of when you're younger, you're like, oh, sex with condoms is awful. Oh, but then you have it without the condom and you're like, this is so much better. That's what everyone tells me about the patron episode, patron version of yeah. the show. That's it's because like, that's what the yeah. patrons get to hear. Oh, <laughs> Not everybody else. Yeah, they said it's like, uh, you know, when you, you sneak the condom off. And oh, my God. Well, I'm married, so I'm just saying. I'm very glad okay. that we don't have a pre-recorded thing for the patron because you never know what Shane's going to say when he promotes it. So, all right, let's get Scott in the room. And let's go on with the show. Oh, yeah. Scott, there he is. Where'd you get that twinsies? Twinsies. Oh, wait. So, <laughs> very nice. Very nice. I love that shirt. I got this. I one. like that Disney one, man. This, I wish. I wish we could get more. This was my favorite shirt. You know, I for the yeah. last couple of years going to all those conventions, we talked about it that one time. You and I. I wear this mm-hmm. shirt every single time I go on a plane. Every single plane flight, I wear this shirt. I, I wish you'd love do it. this shirt again. <laughs> you, you know, we we actually wanted to do that shirt uh, the the next year. Not. Like we wanted to have it available for people the next year, and we couldn't find the same castle. Like we don't oh, no. even know where we got that that castle image. Oh really? So we were, yeah, we Disney. were unable to. I, no, it's a it's a fake one, so we wouldn't get sued. Right. Well, you know what's yeah, funny? I just I just want the shirt. You didn't do another hoodie for eight, nine, and uh, are you going to do one for ten? Because I just want the hoodie. This wow. is a great shirt. That is a good point. We should do hoodies next year. What am I thinking? T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I even sent you a message. I was like, "I'm waiting to buy my hoodie." You're like, "Oh, we're not doing them this year." <laughs> yeah, off to off to get with uh, Rotoware a little early on that on, on this year's <laughs> man. What the yeah, hell? that's a good idea. 
So, I mean, I don't want you to put any secrets out there, but what's the Scott Fishbowl going to look like non-football? Wait a second. Wait a second. We started right into the show without introducing him. Let's tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously everybody knows who Scott is, but hey, Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> it's good to know we're live. No, I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, no, we're 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 actually not live, but uh, mm, but yeah, just we, audio, just audio. <laughs> just audio. But but Shane just started going right into we don't the questions. Even record this. this is for our own. Yeah, weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is just uh, the, we're hanging out. But no, no, seriously, we are recording. So um, mm, for yes. the couple of people out there that may not know where to find you, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and the internet? Uh, at Scottfish24 is where I'm on uh, on Twitter. My uh, work, my my job is uh, uh, radio. I do a nationally syndicated radio show on iHeartRadio at podcast uh, iHeart and and in a bunch of cities called Fantasy Football Weekly. It's with Paul Charchian. And then uh, my my day job is uh, running leagues for Safe Leagues. Uh, Safe Leagues is a company I run that uh, we run legal fantasy contests, uh, mostly Dynasty, but lots of other stuff. Well, that see, all of that works right into the question that Shane was trying to ask you before we officially introduced you. So, Shane, go ahead. Ask him the question you were going to ask because it goes yeah, right so along with what he does. Once we live in the hellscape of, um, you know, after this society has collapsed and there is no NFL, yeah. what is the Scott Fishbowl going to look like uh, I, next year, this year? I don't even know. I, I don't even know how to deal with this uh, in any league perspective uh, with if there's no football season, I mean, just think about all the rookie drafts we're having right now. How does the 2020, how do we even determine the 2021 rookie draft? Do we give the, uh, the worst team, like two, two years of first round picks or yeah, like, right? like, I don't, I, I don't even want to think about it. Not working out where the NFL gets canceled later this year. That's, that's just too scary of a thought for me. We're going to end up going on fantasy pros, ranking everyone's team, and then just going, all right, that's the draft order, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Madden simulations throughout. Yeah, oh exactly. Word. You know, they, they did announce today that the NFL is going forward with the draft, so we're definitely yeah. going to have the draft at least. Um, but, yeah, you know, with the way everything goes, maybe I, – I just don't want to think about the season being canceled. Honestly, the way everything goes, isn't this like perfect for the NFL? Like it, it feels to me that everything's going to be canceled right up to the NFL and the NFL be, will be the return of sports. Yeah. Right. And, it, yeah. and it's going to be bigger than ever. Like it, if you, maybe, maybe the NFL planted this virus and that was their plan the whole time. I Engineered and planted it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you know, gonna, I'm not going to say that that's, that's crazy talk. <laughs> I'm definitely going to tweet that out tonight. Scott Fish says inside sources have told yes, him the sources. NFL created the coronavirus. Well, well Goodell, what cracks me up about Goodell's memo is he told teams they should be doing the necessary planning to conduct draft operations in a location outside of your facility with yeah. a limited number of people present. So, Ooh. you know, keep that social distancing going, but that's just funny. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the Scott Fishbowl is going to be basically like a real live Hunger Games. It's, <laughs> not, race gonna, it's not going to be like that mad. We're going to literally draft real humans against each other. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we can't even we can't even do like a TV thing or something. I know Scott, you've done some like polls with TV shows and stuff because all mm-hmm. the TV, they're all all the productions shut down. There's no new shows being produced, so you can't yeah. even use that. You know, really, the only two sports that I mean, what wrestling and football are like the only two that are even still going on. And football stuff in Russia, 
What? Russia, in Russia. Russia refuses to acknowledge the uh, coronavirus. <laughs> we should have tried yeah, they don't that. Believe it because, yeah, they go, no, yet. This is not real. Wait a second. Mm. So if there's Russian sports, there you go, Scott. That's what we'll do for the fishbowl. There we, yeah, there, there we go. We can't even do Olympics. That's that's going to be possible. Exactly. Now too. Yeah. So, cancel everything. So obviously, you know, none of us want it to be canceled, and hopefully it doesn't. But when when Shane says, how's that going to affect the fishbowl, it's also going to affect the other job that you said you have. You said you run all these different leagues and everything. Mm-hmm. So do you guys have any kind of contingency for the people that have already paid money or what they're going to do or anything like that? I'm sure, I'm sure it's all going to be refunded. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's what it has to be. Um, because people are paying to enter a 2020 contest by, you know, by the legal terms of it, they're entering a 2020 fantasy football contest. Uh, I'm sure it all has to get refunded. That's, that's, that there's really no contingency. It's really, that's what it is. They entered a contest that is not going to, you know, not going to happen. <laughs> well, here's, so think of the bright side, Scott. If a bunch <laughs> of people die from the coronavirus. Oh my God. That in your leagues, then you guys get to keep that money because they're dead. That is not a bright side and that's not no. a very nice thing to think about. So I'm just, what, I'm, I'm a pragmatist. I'm just you, saying. You want to know how insane this, like, well, everything I do from fishbowl to, to fantasy cares to this, to it's all super by the book and legal. It is, it's insane that these fantasy leagues that I run, they actually have an inheritance clause. Oh, so, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> so, that's a I guess. Shane's mind just got, I know. I saw him put his hand on his head. My kids are going to get my money. Uh, no, my kids don't even like sports. Yeah, so, so they, they're not getting my fantasy team. So, but you do have to invoke it, meaning like before you die, you have to be like, "This is who inherits my team in this league." If I, you know, so um, <laughs> that, you know, bad, it's, you name your last nobody has done bad. it yet, though. So it's pretty funny. We've talked about my home league is the dynasty league, and I've been playing with the same guys for twenty years. We have a joke line in the rules about inheritance and what you do with your team if you die or something like that. Give it down to your <sighs> kids, <Crazy> guys. <laughs> It was funny when you were 30, not so much when you're 70. Now. I know, no, yeah, well. The, the rip is real. I'm, I'm right, closer let's about, now. Let's talk but, to Scott about happy stuff, because now I'm depressed and want to cry. Well, wait, one last thing I wanted to ask him, because he mentioned it. What is, is Fantasy Cares doing anything right now for, for all that? Or is it just, because you mentioned Fantasy Cares. I didn't know, you know if you guys had any programs going on right now. You know, uh, the the Fantasy Cares donation portal is closed right now, uh, because I'm working with a possible another option that's cheaper than the PayPal fees that we have to pay. Okay. Um, but we are, we are doing some, some things out there. Uh, Sal Lito is going to run this potathon. This, this, I believe it's this upcoming weekend uh, to help raise money. John Bosch is running some leagues that uh, is raising money to, uh, for go pantry. Um, all that under the, under the fantasy cares branding there. Oh, that's um, great. Jeremy, on the show sheet, you said Madman has a question to ask Scott. So what was your question? Well, I wanted to ask the dad of Devi. Oh, since boy. the pioneer days back in the old days when you yeah. and your friends started Devi Leagues and kind of, you know, formally launched that kind of thing before it was, you know, well known and and prominent. Like, uh, how have, you know, tell us a little bit about that and then also lead into how things have changed since then. Like, what can you tell us? Oof. The biggest change is scouting. Well, first off, I, I always like to say and, and that um, even though I started doing Debbie in 98, 99, um, I, I'm fully aware that there are probably like home leagues out there that did Debbie before that. Like a yeah, guy yeah, in yeah. some Maybe, sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. Like-minded guys. Yeah. I, I, I will say 
I, I can say almost with complete certainty, I'm the first guy that ever had a Debbie article or Debbie rankings or a Debbie podcast out there. Though. Oh, that's cool. Cause that's talk. We're talking what, uh, 13, 14 years ago on that 13 years ago on that. Um, but, uh, yeah, as far as Debbie goes, I, I think scout came around about 2003, 2004. So then you finally got these like high school coming out of college rankings or coming out of high school, coming into college rankings on players and stuff like that, that there was help for, helpful for Debbie. But before, I don't know, before like 2010, it was just tough. Just finding videos on, <laughs> uh, on just even college videos was tough. Mm-hmm. At the, yeah. It was, it's insane. Now it's just, you can get it everywhere. It's that I think scouting is probably just knowing all these names is the hardest part. And in late nineties, early two thousands, it was what you saw on TV on Saturdays, and that was basically what you had to go off of. That, you did your own so, scouting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. it's 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 a very very different field, and and I love that it's, I love that it's grown into this big thing where there are people actually doing content for it out there, like tons of really really good content, and I love when any kind of new niche grows to the point that other people can be passionate about it and get their, their voice heard out there and do work with it. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. That's yeah, cool. Everybody can tell you're passionate about it. It's funny. You started doing Debbie well before I started doing dynasty. I feel, <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I didn't even know dynasty was a thing 13 years ago. Yeah. Heavy, but Scott, I got to ask you a hard hitting question here. Um, did you know that your name apparently is the dad of Debbie? I did not know that. I, oh I've, my I've God. Seen, I've seen people in articles credit me with uh, starting Debbie, but I've never seen dad of Debbie before. He's, say, he's, say, that he's just, saying that because. Yeah, he's Jeremy saying that because Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy. I'm, Jeremy, I'm, I'm, I'm such a dad in so many ways. Jeremy so. said that at the, the beginning of the show. <laughs> Jeremy said at the beginning of the show, so Shane's not leaving him alone about it. <laughs> Man. Oh, I started playing Dynasty in 92. How ridiculous is that? Wow. Wow. <laughs> See, I just got done, done with high school, man. I was I'm still so, playing redraft. I thought that I'm was so, oh, I, so I sucked old. at it too. Wait, you were in high school in '92, really? Yeah. No, I was actually in college. But I'm just oh, okay. saying, like, I was like a young guy. Like, I was yeah. I was just in college, you know, my first couple years of college, and I was playing redraft sometimes when I had time. Maybe one team. I was still like the home league guy back then. Yeah, and I know we're all in the same age group. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike, and Scott, and, and me. Yeah. yeah, like Shane says, I'm the oldest. Yeah, He's I did the same age group as Moses. <laughs> I, I, how, how old are you, Shane? I'm forty one. I'm not young. Oh. He's I'm, old enough to know better. Let's I'm say 40. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see. Scott's younger than all of us. So I'm fifty two, so there you go. Um yeah, I've been doing Dynasty for about eight years and then I did keeper leagues before that, but I had never heard of Dynasty. And oh. once I heard of it, it that that changed everything, you know. So, uh, you know what, Scott, since you know, you're an old timer in this industry, obviously, and an old timer in general. Um, Younger than you. <laughs> what? Stop it. So what, uh, I don't know, what's your favorite, I guess, change to dynasty football over the last decade and a half or so, or even if it's recent? <laughs> there's a big, there's a big gap there, decade and a half or recent. Actually, I think my favorite change is, is a really old change, actually. It's, uh... It's 
it's probably it probably happened about the same time is when we got away away from the bonus scoring and got to uh yeah. different things like receptions or whatever i i'm not a big ppr fan anymore but once we once we uh decided to try to start balancing the positions I like that, but right at that same time, we started int- introducing flex spots, yeah. and that's probably my favorite change. And, and it feels weird oh, yeah. to say there was a time we did not use flex spots at; we, we never even considered it for, yeah. for a while. So that that might be my favorite change. It's funny when yeah, you said yeah. that because yeah, but, but bonus, especially like for commissioners and stuff, we used to have to add up all the yards, and then if somebody got two hundred yards, they'd get a bonus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was much better once you got the, the newspapers. Yeah, yeah, and we mm-hmm. had the newspaper and stuff like that but uh yeah this were fun though it was like playing pinball when you'd get like the extra ball and you're yeah. like i don't know i was down 15 and i won by 130. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh yeah i had an 80 yard i had an 80 point touchdown i don't know it was a 20 point touchdown from the quarterback to the receiver in the fourth quarter it's oh. it's so different for the people now because it's all digital it's all online yeah. you see it instantaneously so when it happens yeah that's the thing <laughs> you know convenient and it's right there you know what scott does um and he maybe he could talk about it um is he doesn't look at the scores either yeah i don't yeah i don't in fact i was talking to uh at the most recent fsga do you guys know who tony fernandez is he's he's a developer for mfl he used to work for cbs sports he's the guy who invented live scoring oh wow before him live scoring didn't didn't exist and i'm like for the longest time, I loved what you created. Now I don't even look at it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't either. Too, and and his, partner, his partners were like, his MFL like, you know, cohorts were like, because of him, we have so much trouble. That's <laughs> so funny. Like any kind of oh, any yeah. kind of live scoring issue with any site, like that, like all these sites, that their biggest issues is always the live scoring, and they're like. It's all your fault, Tony. <laughs> it's so funny to talk to people about it too, because some people are totally against it, don't look at it, and then other people look at it like to the second while they're watching football. You yeah. know? Cause... By the way, that that was we said that in a loving, joking way to Tony. He's, oh, sure. He was, he's such a great guy. It's yeah, funny. yeah. Well, no, but it is funny though because you can't enjoy watching football once you start looking at your fantasy scores. You just can't. I because can. Then everything I can't. Well, I... you know what? I think guys that are in less than I'll say four leagues they can do it yeah but I, not- i'm in 16 all right but we have five tv sets going and we have a computer oh. and the computer underneath the five tvs run the live scoring the whole time so when we have people yeah, over I just here like watching the games i cannot look at the score oh no i love it, it would just annoy I, me no end we Plus watch the kids all are running of it. around i just watch football and then i look at it later because i'd i'd be it'd be a roller coaster ride it, oh, but that's it and, and that's part of the fun it. of it but that's part of the fun of it for us yeah. you know everybody has a different way of enjoying doing this and for mm-hmm. us well, that's the way we enjoy it. Not enjoyable. Well, but that's but that's your opinion, you know. To other people, yeah. it might be enjoyable. Oh, that, buddy. It's kind of like it. fantasy. Like you can, there are so many different ways to play. We exactly. Be be too hard on people for a style they like, whether it be one QB or super flex or PPR or points per first down or half and half or watching TV on five screens or watching TV <laughs> on five screen or like, man, we're all just having fun, enjoying the same hobby. That's, that's it. Not, a half and half is something completely. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. be, careful, be careful, be <laughs> careful. 
<laughs> but no, it is a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you mad that points per first down hasn't really like taken off, taken off yet? Like it oh, overwhelmed the industry. I I don't expect it to yet at at all. It took forever <laughs> just for game centers to get targets as a column. Yeah. Um, that that's when things take off is when it becomes a column on the game center and your casual 90% of the industry fans start being like, Oh, what's this? And, and, and they're like, Oh, this is important. This, this should be an important thing in fantasy. Then maybe it'll take off, but until it's in game centers, I don't think it's going to take off. You know, it's cool. You with Scott fishbowl, you, every year you change the rules. You come yeah. up with some different things in there. Like, how long ahead of time do you think about that and do you figure it out? And is it a big... I mean, you create this thing with, what, 760 industry people in it and everything? Like, so how do Something you come like up that. with the... How do you come up with the changes in the rules every year? Uh, I just... I honestly don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I usually take a full week and just test different scoring systems, go back five years worth of history to see how it's, you know, cause if you just look at one or two years, you're, you're, it's, it's going to be a little tainted, but if it's steady over like five years, you realize that this is a scoring system that people could actually take and implement and have, uh, have, uh, you know, take it to their dynasty league and have it be similar for five years or whatever. Um, but uh, no, I spend a, I, just, I usually spend a good week or so just just t- tinkering with scoring, trying to think of something that would be unique. But I, I have like parameters which suck that this <clears throat> fishbowl gets talked about on on radio and SiriusXM yeah. and podcasts and, and people do articles on it. So I can't have it be like thirty different points of you know you know uh, different uh, variables or whatever that that are changing it has to be simple enough that you can explain it in 15 to 20 30 seconds um or a paragraph of of an article but it also has to be unique enough to keep everybody on their toes let me tell you it's not an easy (laughs) task every year is it important to you to change it every year though yeah it is i i don't want people to to rest on their laurels of playing the year before or look at the data from the year before and just be like okay, this is how all of this shaped out last year. I can look at that. There's something fun in that. I understand that, you know, people play best balls and they, they research that data. Oh, this is the history on that. I want SFB to be something that an analyst that, you know, you three, that Jamie Eisenberg, that Matthew Berry, all these guys have to look at and try to figure out each year right along with the fans that they're playing with. That's, Amen. I do that's pretty that. cool. And and you also get celebrities in there too. I know this year I was in, in my division, we had uh, James Rodea. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. He was in mine. But so do those guys come to you or do you seek them out? How did that happen? Uh, James Rodea, uh, uh Let me see. How did James? Oh, Liz Loza is a friend of James Rodea in real life. Oh, okay. And, and Liz, uh, I don't remember if she texted me or called me or whatever she's like i think it was text she she said could you get uh my friend james uh james rode wants to play and i'm like yeah i watched every episode of psych that yeah. guy can play <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah it's no she 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 simply asked and i'm like heck yeah and it's uh no there are and, and i think that there's 
it's going to be this thing where more and more celebrities are going to play next year. I, I already have a, a short list of people I'm in contact with that, that might uh, jump in the league. Which that's is, that's is cool. You know, that, that I heard is a cool. rumor that Jason Bateman was really big into fantasy football. And every, I mean, everybody knows who he is. So yeah. you know, watching him on TV and different movies sure. that have been around forever. Um, reach out to him. See if he'll, <laughs> see if yeah, we're going to send in our requests. You know, when James Roday was in mine, my wife's favorite show was Psych. So she thought that was so cool that I was nice. in a, a division with That's James awesome. Day. yeah yeah cool. I mean like uh I know Scott Porter from uh Friday Night Lights is really into fantasy football he played in a, a best ball league with me last year I'll probably ask him and and Thomas Everett Scott is a big fan of uh the living the stream guys and he follows me on Twitter so I might I might shoot him a message and uh Jerry Ferrara turtle from Entourage. yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah turtle. <laughs> he, nice. he actually replied to, like he, I was tagged in a thing about the fishbowl uh in a tweet with him and he's like yeah yeah, get me in there and i tried shooting him a message he didn't respond oh that's funny <laughs> actually i shot him a message he said he'd play and then nothing after that yeah that's, that's funny that. we'll turtle if you're listening that's fucked up you don't ignore scott that's <laughs> mean turtle he's probably, he's probably turtle. got like two million followers oh I'm sure messages get lost. And, and the miz from wwe he's big into fantasy get yeah. him then you'll get a lot well, a of exposure of, well, eric young wrestler guys yeah i saw because eric young yeah yeah, yeah if you eric listen young. to xm i mean every time they they do you know they, they i don't even remember what shows on there but they always have like fantasy analysts versus like F, a wwe wrestlers yeah like yeah the miz is sport, huge. you know baseball players we know baseball players that play just yeah. everyone in sports plays fantasy football scott's yeah, helping to absolutely. make it grow to the complete mainstream and we're <laughs> all going to get to the point where we're like psha we don't play that yeah. scott's <laughs> making the world smaller and a better place yes, <laughs> and, i like and, that i and, like that and scott you've I'm never so- considered putting trading into your uh into the scott fishbowl right no, it's, it would just be way too much to monitor, way too many issues with potential collusion or whatever. Right. It's, it's, oh, even, absolutely. Even, even though there's like barely any prize money, and I might not even do prizes next year because it's all about bragging rights in this. Uh, it like, seems like it. Stompy's definitely bragging. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy went from geek to chic just by winning this guy fishbowl. Oh, man. Man. He, yeah. um, he, he, he worked it. He really worked it after winning that. He did what you should do, though. Like, yes. if you win the Scott Fishbowl, you should be fing crowing. Like, it shouldn't be like, oh, I got lucky. F- that. No, I, I won because I'm a goddamn fantasy football genius. And did you know I have a podcast? Here's my SoundCloud. Yeah, actually. Exactly. And that's funny. Actually, this year, for, for the three of us coming into Scott Fishbowl, we'll be under the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast that's instead awesome. of the other division thing we used to be under. That's very I don't, awesome. I don't, I don't, I don't even, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I don't even usually know until like the final, like three weeks, if I have any chance of playoffs, <laughs> like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just like, the, I was lucky the thread I was in last year, just, that was a good thread. Um, oh man. Our division. And they kept me updated. Like, Hey, you're actually doing well. And I'm like, really? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Two years ago, we had the best one because we had Tyrion Lannister from game of Thrones. And that group was oh. a great group. We all talked the nice. whole time. By the way, I'm so sad. There's no, there's not going to be live events. We were going to have, I, I don't know if this is very publicly known, but, Oh, I kind of put it in the form, but we're going to have live events all over the country. Like I talked to Jamie Eisenberg from CBS and he was going to do one in Florida and TJ Hernandez from four for four. He was going to do one in California. We're going to have little live event pockets all over the country. But so what do you push it till next year then? 
Uh, yeah, we might. And, and people, I had someone joke on Twitter that the, uh, it'll be Scott Fishbowl 11 and the 11, you can really turn that into live, you know, with the two, the, the, the two, you know, ones looking in L and I, oh my gosh. So we figure something out, but yeah, we'll still have the 10. We could still do the live one now. It's just, everyone has to stand six feet away from each other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It won't have the same feel. And no more than groups, groups of 10. So I mean, (laughs) it'll have to spread out over a few like acres. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been awesome. I know this is a trade pod. If there are people in safe leagues listening, don't protest trades. Just stop it. <laughs> right. It's so annoying. What do you mean? It's what's what happens? In, in our leagues, if if three people protest a trade, I look into collusion for it and uh oh, God. You know, we have oh, a wow. we have a um we have a you know, we have a rule that if it hits the trade analyzer and it's more than two point five times, we will reverse it, which I hate, but we need something third party and we need like a firm line or something. Yeah. Uh, just in case we can't prove collusion, which sucks. I hate it. But wow. dynasty leagues, right? Specifically you're talking about yeah, that's yep. man. But I had someone protest one the other day that said this is totally unfair, ruins the integrity of the league. I threw it in the trade analyzer, four oh nine to four oh five. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I think I, I saw one of your posts I, about how close they were. Like, I, it's yeah, I looked at it and I'm like, I don't know what the good side is here. Oh. And it's it's one of those that just it's it's very frustrating. And I did. I actually deleted it because I put his exact quote on there. Oh, so I don't I don't know if this guy follows me on Twitter. And I'm like, you know what? That feels weird. Just putting his exact quote, even though I didn't name him. So I, yeah. I, pulled, it, I pulled it. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, awkward. So keep talk- now I want to talk about the trade polls and collusions because I think um, there should never be a veto. I know Scott right. is pretty, pretty heavy on that side, but I, I mean, I understand in that situation where it's kind of, you do have to have someone watch out because literally no one knows each other usually. But it's two all- guys might know each other in the league. But also for him, that's a, it's like a company. It's it's like a business that yeah. they're running. It's yeah. not friendly league. So unfortunately yep. you have to And he's to got a level that. of integrity that he has to have even above us as commissioners of but you know, these sucks. random leagues that he, he must maintain. Yeah, that sucks. What, um, so help. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> something comes down the steps so like how often would you say that you have to actually overturn trades like how often is this like a daily occurrence for you no no no, no. well it gets i i'd say a trade gets protested every single week <gasps> it's very frustrating because really? that's i don't know where they're getting it i get it I, I i mean you see twitter there are actually people who believe in trade vetoes you're casual oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's out there but uh i probably get a trade protest i've had two this week um we almost never overturn i think i think in the history of our company including before i was here we've overturned maybe two or three trades and i've wow. only done one in the three years that i've i've run the company yeah um and so- that one was i mean it was it was so not even close that like i don't yeah, I, I don't. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was so far off that I I could not by any stretch justify it. And the and the trade analyzer was like ten times to the one wow. side. But I you thought get, it was an accident. But you get oh, a complaint. Wow. You get a complaint almost every single week. Yeah, I've had two this week. Holy crap! Well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people getting jealous that you know a, that somebody got a good deal. That's yeah. the thing I see the most is that people are you know you know you're just. You're just pissed that you didn't pull that deal off. You didn't think to ask the person. You didn't get the winning proceeds in that trade. Um, I've rarely seen, you know, 
true collusion in all the leagues I've been in. I know it happens. I've heard stories and, you know, yeah. maybe maybe we've experienced it too, but mostly it just seems like people that get bent out of shape because they weren't part of the the great deal that was made. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the integrity of the league thing. I you you hear these you hear these people talking about this ruins the integrity of the league um when they try to protest how bad a trade is. This is just gonna ruin the league. I, I was telling Ryan this on Commission Impossible just the other day, just last week's episode actually, that I've seen what tens of thousands of trades i've run thousands of leagues i have never not once seen a trade ruin the integrity of the league exactly and i checked through the four that that were protested last year that they claimed integrity of the league the person who benefited didn't win the league yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of them they didn't even make the playoffs That's i'm like nice i was like not that, a though. thing if someone could actually, because yeah, we'll bring that up all the time when we talk to people and they're like, oh no, you have to have trade vetoes because blah, blah, wow. blah. And I always tell them, well, that's a bad owner thing because that's what it comes down to usually. Mm -hmm. But I would love for someone just to share with me a story of how a league completely collapsed after a trade. <laughs> like where death threats were hurled and then the league disbanded and just, will, just once. I will say you have, you do see occasionally a bad trade lead to a person leaving a league. Yeah. Not the league dying, but the, a person leaving a league cause they're so butthurt, but yeah. that's about it. It's more, it's yeah. more like a, a buzzword to use. Um, you know, Jeremy, uh, you had a question that you wanted to ask Scott. Well, yeah, I know we're going to talk about trades and I don't want to take up a ton of time, but one of the things I wanted you to talk about because of our listeners in dynasty leagues and, um, you know, startups and now, man, I think we might have a record setting year in startups with what's going on now. I'm not sure, but oh, no, we do I have data. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. So you, is it really ahead of the curve then? That wasn't my question, but that's awesome. I, I, I did, I filled 33 startups last March. Um, and this March I've already filled 53 and I have eight more filling that'll likely, I'll probably hit 60 or 70 startups. I've like filled double. this March. Yeah. Wow. Like double the startups. Wow. That's last awesome. Year. Everybody's home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a great site. But yeah, the reason I, I wanted to ask you this question is all of those startups um, happening, you know, people setting up leagues and trying to figure out how they want to construct them. And there's so many debates, you know, how do we set up scoring? What would be some of your baseline advice to somebody that, you know, wants to set up a great sort of long lasting dynasty league? What would you would, you know, in your experience, tell them to think about, consider and maybe build into their league right off the, the bat so that they could look to having a, a, a fun league for a long time? Wow, you did not go where I thought you were going to go with that. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to wrap in where I thought you were going to go. With that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So, so, so he's going to answer it the way he wants with to. So many people doing uh, so with so many people, you know, under quarantine and and doing these startups just to kill time. I think there's a big concern out there in the industry that a lot of people will be dropping leagues yeah. after after this year that they're over committing because they just need something to do right now. So if I'm going to, you know, recommend something to start a league to have it be fun and long, long term, I think the first thing is you probably need to get them to pay two years up front or definitely have something in place for paying for that second year. Definitely. Uh, uh, a deposit or, you know, if you trade future picks, you have to uh, pay for the second year. Um, both Ryan and I do that in our leagues. I don't do it in the pigs leagues because like 90% of those guys are trustworthy owners and I don't have trouble replacing the, you know, owners. Yeah. Those leagues, so I don't, but, um, that that's probably step one. I, I think 
the easiest way to get a long-term league going, I think, is to create... There, there are two great ways to create a dynasty. Either you create the rule set you want to play with and you're going to love commissioning for a long time and you find people who want to play in those settings. So you've got all that like-minded. Or you collaborate with a group and you all form together in settings you want. And then you feel, if you're collaborating that whole time, you feel like this connection, this bond. Those are probably the two strongest ways to start a dynasty league, I, I would say right now. Um, uh, maybe ever, really. Um, that's probably where I'd go with that. Yeah, I like what you said about people kind of getting together and talking about how they want the rules and scoring to be so you don't have so much squawking afterward from people mm -hmm. that you bring in and, and voting to change things. You know, you have a lot of a – you kind of have the benchmarks in place for a good league early. And maybe you tweak things, but you won't have so many changes to make. I mean, it just good makes bylaws. <laughs> good yeah, Strong ones, yeah. Strong bylaws is always a very good thing. John Bosch is always, uh, any leagues I was ever in of his, he'd always end up sending me the bylaws repeatedly or sending me screenshots of them because I mm -hmm. never understood the rules. I'm like one of the terrible owners that never reads any of the rules. I know the <laughs> highlights. But then yeah. when people will be like, Shane, did you know you have to do this? Oh, no, no, really? That's why I like Scott's uh, Pigs Leagues. P Pigs Leagues. Right. You can go in the Voxer and just everybody's in there. There's like 4,000 people. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are fun. I'm, I'm not in the Voxers. I deleted Voxer off my phone because I <laughs> found myself spending so much time on there. But those are, yeah, those Voxer chats were they're pretty intense. And Scott's being modest. The reason he doesn't have to get two years up front is because I'd say probably 80% of the people in uh, his leagues were just excited as hell to actually get in the Pigs Leagues and wasn't <laughs> even less of a life event. <laughs> It's true. I finally got into Pigs One. I, I was, I, you know, a few years trying. I finally got in. I actually had a personal celebration. I was like, "Man, this is great! I got it." And of course, I haven't made any hardly any moves yet. I'm trying to figure out the bylaws, but and you know, I'm trying to figure out how. I'm like, there are a lot of moving parts. I'm gonna have to take this slow. How, how many I mean, pigs leagues are there? There are only three. Oh, I okay. I considered making more each year, but I I I've been overwhelmed by real work a lot of times, and I'm like, I just can't do it this year. Hmm. Yeah, Shane, you were about to say I'm something. I'm in the year three of Pigs Three, and um, oh. don't tell Scott. I don't know a lot of the rules still. Uh, <laughs> he he dude, knows I can hear it. Right? Uh, yeah, he knows. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and most people already know, Shane, that you don't know the rules. You jump into all these leagues, and then halfway through, you go, "Oh wait, that's one of the rules." You know, even wait, in our superflex, <laughs> even in our listener league, in the second year of the, the listener, HQ one, he was complaining about a rule that we've had since day one. <laughs> I still Pigs blame you are... because Scott. <laughs> yeah, that's does, easy to do. Scott emails you, um, and. That way you don't even have to be smart or remember things because you're just like, as long as I know that you open an email from Scott, I know what's going on with the leak. Oh, I, sorry. I, I didn't know the thing about being a commissioner is being communicative and, and responsive. <laughs> and and oh that's, my God. that's a big deal. But Pigs Leagues are made for you, Shane. You don't have to participate in anything you don't want to. You that's can just true. sit back and save money if you want yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> like we had the Debbie draft. I know we had the Debbie draft where we nominated people. I did. I did. I have like four dollars. Um, I had like negative money. Um, in fact, I remember. Until, yeah, Scott. I had Scott money from the rival, rival, rival. I can't say the word from <laughs> our versus game. And, uh, yeah, whatever. I can't say it today. And uh, I basically owed him ten dollars until he gave me back um, some pigs money um, after the season. That's he didn't charge funny. me any interest on it, so it was good. Well, that's good. <laughs> 
Well, you know, we we talked about it earlier about that we have some trades that we'd like to go over with you, but maybe since we've talked this long, we'll we'll save the trades for the Patreon show. Would would you have some time to join us on the Patreon show and go over some of sure. these trades? Great. Sure. So, well, then, if we're going to do that, Shane, Jeremy, do you guys have any other questions, last-minute questions you want to ask him before we do that? And then we'll wrap everything up, and we'll do the trades in the Patreon. And Scott, I, I have a is, million questions. I just, I'll let Shane go first. I got a big question. Is Tyler Gunther your illegitimate son? No. No, he's not. He's, <laughs> he lives about two hours from me, though. I, <laughs> I, I, know, I know that. He, you know he's in Minnesota. I've, I've met him a couple times in person. Um, but uh, I get that. Is it the red beard? Is that what it it's is? The, it's the red. Yeah, you're both gingers. Um, <laughs> and because you're both from the, what are you from, the Manitoka, Manitoba? It's, it's Canada. We, Canada, we Canada. Canada. You guys are basically <laughs> Canadian, so you're super nice. So I just assume you're the same. On up there. Okay, so that's Shane's question. How about you, Jeremy? <laughs> um, anything to spruce up dynasty scoring? I know the, we talk about the, you know, the point per first down and, and things like that. What would you tweak um, if you had your druthers and your regular PPR sort of standard 12-team leagues? What would you do? What one thing would you do to make those leagues better, improve their scoring and, you know, Whatever. Are you talking about group. in a new startup? Because it's really tough to, to change yeah, things once yeah. the dynasty gets going. But, yeah, but thinking but, of the baselines that we typically do if, in most of these if, 12 team if I'm starting, leagues. If I'm starting any new league, it's it's super flex. It's probably half PPR, half first down, just because that balances well. And I and it Rotoviz actually did an article about how it's based on SFB. Uh, eight, how it's been statistically extremely balanced for about six years. So um, PPR and then first down, a strong tight end premium. I don't believe 1.5 is strong enough. I think you got to go at least, at least two. Um, uh, In mine, I do double what wide receivers get for PPR and first down, but uh, a strong tight end uh, premium Definitely not too tight end. I can go over that anytime you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Buddy, that's my <laughs> least favorite thing of all time. I actually did research on it uh, a few years back, and I, I looked over 30-plus two tight end leagues. Um, and every year of those two tight end leagues, if you did not have a tight a top three tight end, guess how many guess how many times the top of a team with the top three tight end won? Uh, every time? Every in, single one. There you go. Yeah. Every wow. time. It, it would have to be if, if you're the way you said the question. You're speaking my language. Yeah, the way you said the question. When you have that many teams, you can't stream yeah. tight ends to yeah. make up for a tight end one for a top three tight end. And we know we all know historically top three tight ends. There's been like a trilogy of top three tight ends for several years now. Yeah. Um. It, there wasn't a single instance. Basically. I say if you're in a two tight end league and it's week six and you realize you don't have a top three tight end, start rebuilding. <laughs> yeah, start already. Yeah. You know, with your scoring thing, one of the things that killed one of the things that killed me when the Scott Fish was the way you did the interceptions for quarterbacks. That yeah, because I had Jameis and that killed me in Scott Fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man! So that, that is the and for, just on two tight end, I believe it's the most detrimental setting I have found in all my years of working yeah, scoring. Definitely. Scoring Thank and you, Scott Fish, for saying that because I don't definitely. have that data, but 
it's my least favorite thing yeah. ever in a league. I've been in all kinds of settings. That is my all time least favorite. I, wow, I, I guess I, I'd, I'd be fine with it if you're in like an eight team or a 10 team league, but you go 12 and up. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm in a 14 team league that is too tight end. And I just did a big <sighs> trade to get George Kittle uh, because I didn't Ooh. have any tight end. So I, I, nice. I did a trade for that, but amazing that someone traded him. It was crazy, yeah. but I, tra- I gave up a lot, but they, they it? can we make fun of him? Yeah, let's do it. What's no, 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 but we will talk about I'll some trades in the in the oh, in the Patriot show. But so for me, my last question for you, Scott, is let's just say we don't lose football this year and everything goes forward. How can people get into Scott Fish Ten this year? What do, what do they have to do to be able to get into it? Sign up on the site. That's all I tell people every year. It's it's. It, I, I, I have big plans for it and I might have to change those plans because of because we're not going to have the live events. I might have to do something special, but just sign up on scottfishbowl.com. Um, back to the last question, though, the yes. quarterback settings. Uh-huh, yeah. Six-point passing minus four interceptions. Yes, that killed me. James Coe has done an article on it. <laughs> Zach Boehner's done an article on it. Uh, Addison Hayes did a tweet thread on it. I've done work on it it's a good way to separate the quarterback tiers. So I would also, <laughs> I would also add that, but um, yeah, just go to scottfishbowl.com, sign up. I'm going to guess I'm going to give a bunch of spots to a bunch of different podcasts and whatnot to give out to. So be on the lookout for, you know, podcasts giving away <laughs> oh, spots. Cool. Yeah. Hey, we sure. want to give one away. Yeah. We yeah, want to definitely give one away. I'll sure. give away. If you were thinking about giving Blitz a spot this year, I'll give you <laughs> we'll this away. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, no, don't, don't give my Great spot point. away. I love, Listen, but, I, I, Michael, I, what? Don't you want to see the face, uh, someone's face, the first time they make the Scott Fishbowl? Well, don't sure, and moment? he's he's gonna give us one we could give away. I don't have to give away my spot. Sign your name and give that to him too. Let him wear that. What are you talking? Uh, listen, like though, if I could get a hoodie, it, that that's first it. wave of invites is like my favorite day of the year. Oh, it's so cool! It was so Everybody cool getting one it. and then reading all the people that get them. It is pretty yeah. awesome, you know. That's that. It's amazing what you've created. It really is. So, um, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for hanging out with us to go into the Patreon. Uh, we'll just have you tell people where to find you and then we'll wrap yeah. everything up and then we'll do the Patreon. Scottfish24 on Twitter, scottfishbowl.com to sign up to try to play in the Scottfishbowl. I think we have like five or 6,000 people signed up already, <gasps> but uh, sign up anyway because um, you never know. Wow. <laughs> and and uh, safeleaguesfantasy.com is where you can sign up to be in a – you know, a fun dynasty or redraft league. I'm, I'm adding uh, some unique styles. I, I just added a one to 20, one to 128 today where you, uh, it's a 32 team league where you draft a team quarterback, a team running back, a team wide receiver and a team tight end and it's best ball. And just a simple, quick wow. four round draft. Um, yeah, I, I got fun stuff up on there, but that's, yeah, that's where you can find my stuff. That's really cool. And then for us, obviously, you can find us at Dynasty Trades HQ on Twitter and on iTunes, Patreon, Spotify, all those places, Dynasty Trades HQ. And uh, we're going to do a Patreon show. So you guys want to say goodbye? Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. I'm just going to say the same thing I always say. If you're not a patron, um, (laughs) you should become one because we have jovial times and we provide more content to those women and men, and we salute you. And now we're going to go do a patron episode with Scott Fish, and if you're not a patron, you don't get to hear it, so suck it. (laughs) Say goodbye, Shane. (laughs) Bye. Suck it. Oh, my God. (laughs) 